and the Celtics. It's I feel like again the NBA, NBA only has five teams that ever make the finals, um, except for somehow the Bucks and the Suns. That anomaly. Jim was right. It's the world's the Warriors world, and we're all just living in it. Um, Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I guess. Uh, fifty milliliters, Jimmy. I don't know how many frames of pool we played on Saturday, but um, I won a lot of them. And you, you sent these guys. You rattled the text message off to these guys after one night that Jimmy scraped me, dragged me across a dirty, disgusting table at a bar because um, he beat me seven frames to two. And I came over and just casually kicked his ass for about Your eight score's hours. Your score still up here on my uh, on my whiteboard, six to one. Six, six to six. one when we left the house. Jim, six to one. <laughs> but you know what? We finished the night off beating Donnie and Jeff, yeah, and I'll did. take we that. Did. We did. We played some teams, beat those jabronis, and here we are back talking about uh, more jabroni opinions of people as people have come to know. And we do have the the boys back in town. Uh, Jim and I went halvesies on a serious topic last week but we are back to bring you the usual hijinks and the movie review we'll get to that a little bit later but right now what's in the news is the obviously the ending to the boston celtics in the miami heat game i'm sure men you know you may not know off top what happened i know alex does i know jimmy does but we're moments away from this monumental comeback you can call it a monumental comeback or you could call it a monumental oh. collapse. I don't however you're oh, looking at so it, close. I guess. The Celtics are down by far too many points in are the the Miami Heat hosting the Celtics at game 7 are down by far too many points to allow the 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 Heat to come back into the game and the Celtics just continue to kind of like I don't know it it's it happens all the time in sports where like the momentum just you're like, yeah, it's over. We're up 20. Okay, we're up 18. We're up 16. And, like, all of a sudden, it's like a 10-point game with two minutes left. And Miami legitimately hits a couple threes. Oh, I think it was about a nine-point game with a minute and 40 left. Right. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Sorry. It One was, point different after well, that 20-second period. Yeah, it was well, huge difference. It was, it was about four-minute difference. I'm just saying. There no, was I, a said, minute, I said it was a 10-point game with two minutes left. 40 and seconds. Then, nah, and then you okay, said it was sorry. a nine-point nah, game at, with a minute 40 seconds left. Yes, I big surprise. Um. Anyway, so the Heat whittle it all the way down and get a stop. And we're talking about a fast break opportunity with now we're talking about 18 seconds left on the clock. And Jimmy Butler, who Jimmy, our Jimmy, 50 milliliters Jim, has so many beliefs, thoughts about this guy. He was telling me Saturday, you know, if you saw our Instagram page, you can probably guess the background. But Butler proved that his genetics are not tied <laughs> to 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 the father Jimmy thinks he may have because oh, MJ instead was so of, upset. I'm not gonna break it down because million people have already. I'm not gonna break down why you're not driving Al Horford to the bucket who's backpedaling and I'm not gonna break down why you're not trying to potentially force an and one on a shot that you make like 65% of the time, and I'm not gonna break that down right now. But I am gonna say Jimmy Butler tried to put the team and the season 
right there on his shoulders, and he took a three leaning forward in transition, and he just came up front rim just about six inches short, rattles out after Boston had just given up about 18 consecutive unanswered points with maybe a a bucket in between. It was like an 18-2 run. And they grabbed the rebound, and all of a sudden, you know, the Miami Heat, Miami Heat number one seed season's over. And through all that, I'm like, well, Jimmy, there's no way this guy's dad can be Michael Jordan, right? Because Mike's gonna, Mike's genetics are gonna hit that every time, right? Like no, that ball's going time. in. Not Mike, every time, but most in the, of the playoffs. Time. In the playoffs, though, I mean, hey, if you're saying regular season, there was only like one playoff game that I can remember that Jordan missed the game winner, and it was game. Won in 1991 against the L.A. Lakers when everybody's like, ah, same old Bulls. They got game one at home. They still, Jordan can't do anything. Jordan ain't clutch. He had a shot to win it at the end, and the ball rimmed out. And they go down 1-0 in the series at home, and they won four straight games to win their first NBA Finals. And I can't think of another time in How many the- game sevens is Butler going to lose in his career? That The Kawhi shot, and now this. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. And that Kawhi shot, that team legitimately would have had a chance in the finals for sure. And that ball bounced up off the rim, <laughs> up to the ba- top of the backboard. And Kawhi was on the ground, like, just should have never went in. But Jimmy just clanks it off the front to end the season. He did. He did. I mean, if he would have made that, then this whole little spiel I'm about to give you guys, it really would have been the exclamation point oh, you wouldn't all even this. Need, you would have never even <laughs> need to bring I mean, oh, that Stunt like his daddy. Stunt. But go ahead, man. It looks like you had something to say. No, I was going to share the highlight. It's too late now. It's under the water or under the bridge. Water under the it's bridge. Under the water. It yeah, really yeah, is. That. Thank yeah. you for thank you for once again it's, it's just late. It's coming late. in, farting, silent but deadly, mm-hmm. in the middle, and then all of a sudden, uh, burping one out as you as you walk out the door under the water. Over That's the bridge, right. back to we Jimmy, we go. Meant, yeah, let me here. Step aside. Let me take over the reins here. <laughs> so, as I was telling Greg, as we were pretty intoxicated Saturday night, I was telling him there may be a possibility that Michael Jordan is Jimmy Butler's father. And you know, Greg looked at me crazy, and like he always does. And I showed him the picture that I did post on our Instagram, and he liked it, looked at it. Was shocked by it. I think this was, was only about sat- this was only about couldn't- Saturday afternoon. I think <laughs> we still had a long night ahead of us, and I think he was already talking about this. But then I knew Greg really was thinking about it and thought maybe there's a possibility when he texted me at about 1 a.m. that night after he had already dropped me off and said, "Jimmy, I'm staring at this picture. My God, it's identical." And sent you know sent me about four messages right in a row. So I did a little digging. And I wanted to present this to you guys. And before I do, Warriors in six. You heard it here first. Warriors will win the finals in six games. Yeah, heard it here first. So let's start from the beginning, like we always do with these conspiracies. Jimmy Butler was born September 14th, 1989. Okay, keep that in mind. Now, we're going to start with Therese Owens. He is the number one sports gossiper in the world. Uh, self-proclaimed, that is. But <laughs> that's, a, that's a job? That's a title? That, man, give it a little Google. I'm a Can you find anything on gossiper. Therese Owens? Check it out. Yeah, number one good. sports go- Self-proclaimed number one sports gossiper in the world. Therese Owens. 
he received a few tips about this, about the MJ Butler conspiracy. One of the tips being the child out of wedlock. Michael Jordan would not claim the unwanted child in 1988 in fear of destroying his marriage. The child took on the name of his mother, Butler. It was reported that Jordan paid the mother off so he would not tarnish his public image, legacy, and role model figure status. After 13 years, the mother kicked the child out of the household because payments stopped. Now, this was an anonymous report. Whenever I hear someone, whenever I hear someone got a tip, I immediately just like go to this guy. It like is in a phone booth with like a like a trench coat on and like a top hat, and he's got it like tilted down over his eyes a little bit, and he's like you know picking up the phone, like looking her over his shoulder. He's like, "Yeah, Therese here. Uh, what was the like?" It reminds me of the the scene from All the Presidents Men, deep throat in the garage, like shadow over his face. Oh, it, it only the tip. Like, if he would have said somebody told him, but it's like, no, he got a tip. It's like it becomes a whole different level of <laughs> of magnitude at that point. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Um, one of the other tips he got, uh, Jordan had a child with a woman around the time Jimmy Butler was conceived. It was well documented and even reported that Jordan tried to sneak into the hospital in Houston at the time Mrs. Butler was there. She received 23, uh, 23 roses the day of Jimmy's birth. Interesting. Could have been from anyone. Yeah, but I mean, if she really did receive roses in 23 every, of them. Every single kid in the world wanted to wear 23 then. No doubt. Could have could a little bit of a coincidence. A little bit of a coincidence. At age 13 and Ziddy can, I mean, he can. Did he go to college Marquette? Am I right on that? Yes. Okay, Marquette. At 13, Jimmy was kicked out of his house, and one of the last things his mother said to him was, I don't like the way you look. You got to go. <laughs> well, you know he had a rough childhood growing up. We've all heard the stories about that. Yeah, we At least people who, in the basketball no. world. But Is this Jimmy Butler, this like guy that's giving him the tips? Like, How do you He's know like, Yo. that was what his mother said? <laughs> Right, hey man, right, people talk. Right, <laughs> he's just just Jimmy's calling a phone booth. <laughs> Therese, Therese thinks Therese it's a guy, Owens, man. The number, number one sports, sports gossiper. gossiper in the, the nation. Look him up. Look him up. Look it up. I fact checked Another... him. It's true. Jimmy's coming for that spot. Unbelievable. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that little fact check. Man. I, we're just rude. we are decaying the word. TheraseOwens.com. <laughs> Look it up. Go to it. To.com. Another thing you can Google is just type in, you know, who is Jimmy Butler's dad? Nobody knows. You can't find it on Google. The only thing that pops up are a bunch of MJ conspiracies. Go ahead and give it a try, man. People also ask, did Jimmy Butler have parents? Yeah, no, one no one knows. I can't look find into it. it, man. I'm telling I'm you, I'm gonna click on images. It. I'm going to take a guess. That, yes, he did, because otherwise he wouldn't exist. <laughs> Oh my gosh, so, they look the same. Oh. You heard it here. You heard it here, people. This all live. Life reaction. Right here. Right now. So what live means, everyone, in case you didn't know. So I wanted to go back and say, you know, look into it. I'm like, okay, all this, you know, coincidences, maybe. Who knows? But let's go back to Jimmy Butler's birthday, which was September 14th. 1989 right 
So you go back nine months, that would be December, right? So December, the basketball season's going on. So I looked into it and I'm like, hmm, where was he at in December? And Jimmy Butler was born in Houston. They did play at Houston. The Bulls did, but they played there on. February 3rd. Hey, I got my notepad. Bunch of tips. Notepad. (laughs) The Bulls played there on February 3rd, 1989. Okay, so Jimmy Butler is September 14th, 1989. So that gives you seven months, and there is no documented proof anything that Jimmy Butler was a preemie because that would have been seven months. So MJ was in Houston February 3rd. 1989, seven months later, Jimmy Butler's born. So it's like, hmm, there is that where the conspiracy stops? Okay. That's where the red tape came up. I'm like, oh, well, this is no fun no more. However, until, however, Bulls also played. (laughs) Yes. I don't know. Sometimes when you scream, it sounds like you're pulling the cable out of your, out of your I am. I'm getting all excited. (laughs) Okay. Very good. Very good. Proceed. However, the Bulls did have a road trip and played. Could you guess, City? They played in Dallas versus the Mavericks on December 3rd, 1988. And it just so happens that after this Dallas game on the road, they had three days off before their next game. Houston is only a three and a half hour drive from Dallas. And it makes sense that, you know, Michael Jordan might want to be in Houston because of their well-proclaimed nightclub. It's also, you know a 40, I mean. it's also a 45-minute private jet fly. There you from- go. 30 <laughs> minutes. Yeah, I'm done with my game. I got, you know, 72 hours till I got to be next. Yeah. So there you go. He was in the vicinity of Jimmy Butler's mom the time Jimmy was conceived. That's all I'm saying. He was within 300 miles of her, allegedly, unless he just immediately left Dallas for Atlantic City. I'm just saying for a basketball player to have, you know, to be in the same place, the same time, the conspiracy works. It's not like he was in L.A. or he was in, you know, and everything gets it, it works. He was in the same area. So let's look at let's look at his kids, Greg. Okay. He has Jeffrey and Marcus Jordan, right? If you Google them, men, go ahead and take a look at them. Those are his confirmed sons that everyone knows about. He had them with, I believe her name was Juanita. If I'm... Should we? You know, Juanita while, Van while you Noy, look at this, Ale- hold on, Jimmy. Was, you look at this? I was going to say, um, he did have 39, 11, and 6 in that game against Dallas. So, I mean, he may have been pretty happy. He was feeling good. He was feeling <laughs> good. He's See? like, hey, look. ladies... Okay, one thing I think that we... But he's like 25 at this point, 25, 26 years old. Yeah, but he's still Michael Jordan. This is 1988-89. Dude, he could have tripped and fallen onto four women at that point in time. (laughs) Like, he could have been backpedaling through a completely, seemingly vacant parking lot, bend over to tie his shoe, and then he looks up and there's three people that all want to, like... Do a lot of different things with him if you get my drift. I do want to address one thing. We continue. Sure. We we continue to use the word conspiracy, and by definition, conspiracy means a secret plan by a group to do something unlawful or harmful. 
So, uh, isn't this more mm, this the theory rather than yeah. a conspiracy? Yeah, he harmed Jimmy Butler. That's really his dad. I mean, hell. It's just a theory. mom, cut it's, it off at 13. It's only a, it a theory. Secret. The best thing that ever happened check to it, him. Though, by Googling. <laughs> yeah, he should be thanking Jordan for those genetics. So did you, did you check out Jeffrey and Marcus? Because this gets interesting. Well, I know that they were, you know, subpar middle of the road, mid major college basketball players and didn't have like great talent, but I don't know anything about their lives other than they inherited billions of dollars by being born. Of course, of course. But if you look at the pictures of them and you look at a picture of Jimmy Butler, he looks identical to Michael. They don't look anything like him. I'm not saying that they're not his kids. I'm just saying when you line all three of them up, it's interesting. And MJ was recorded at six six, Jimmy Butler six seven. Jeffrey Jordan 6'4", and Marcus Jordan's only 6'1". Interesting. That's all I'm saying. Just interesting. Um, so, yeah, that's... How tall are you, Jimmy? It's very... Not me. 5'11". How tall is Kirby? 6'1", 6'2". And how tall... Do you know how tall Tyler is? 6'2". No, Ty's like 6'4". He's taller than me by a good he amount. He ain't 6'4". 6'2", 6'3". I don't know. I don't know the height thing matters that much. Uh, it could. It's just interesting. That's all I'm saying. Hey, he's, not making, he's not telling you to believe it here, Alex. Yeah, he's I'm not saying this is you true. The, he's giving you the, the gossip, the facts, the Therese Owen theory. tip of the day <laughs> from the, directly from the phone book to this podcast. The phone booth, not the phone book. They don't even make phone He knows books. where the tip of MJ's D was. So I'll just recap it real quick, okay? 1988, they're in Dallas. They have a three days after that, off days. He may have went to Houston, played hide the pickle with Mrs. Butler. Nine months later in September, Jimmy's born. He finds out about it, tries to sneak in the hospital. How is December the to mom. September nine months, though? That's also, it's, I mean, if anything, it's ten and a half, is it not? Well, let's do the math here. Okay, well, is is September? I mean, I guess it's the ni- it's the ninth. Nine, it's yeah. the ninth month, so we're talking like I guess it, the tail end of December. What what was the date? Was it near Christmas? I guess pregnancy is usually forty weeks. Right, and it, he was born on the fourteenth. And as Jimmy so eloquently stated, that he wasn't a preemie, which I at first was like well, in Houston. If the if they were playing in Houston, that would have been February third. So that would have been seven months. He would have been a preemie. No, I understand. I if just, it happened, I've never in heard any. Okay, you missed the point. Never mind. It didn't Moving happen on. in Houston. It happened I was in Dallas. <laughs> questioning the phrasing of preemie. That's all. That's all I wanted to do. Okay. Okay. So the you know here's the question: Is it possible that Jordan had this kid, found out about it, paid it off because he didn't want to ruin his image? Destroy the relationship with paid, his baby mama. It off. Be just imagine him like giving money to like this infant in a crib. Just like here, hold on, get away, go, <laughs> go, go. The kid just staring at him, googling. Covers him up with hundreds instead of a blanket. Probably not probable, but it's possible. possible. Everyone, it's very possible. MJ is Jimmy Butler's dad, but it's probably not probable. I don't know. You're making it sound pretty probable here. Well, thank you. I mean, it's undeniable. He's in the NBA, and he's six foot seven, and he wears number twenty three, and he wears number twenty three. 
What else do you need, everybody? What else do you need? Look at the picture of him. That's all you need. Look at the G- picture. You tell me. There's more. There, there's more evidence. We need a DNA test. No, I'm hearing from all of this is of all the sons that MJ had, one of them had to inherit his abilities. So it I was the bastard it, son. And you and remember John Snow? He was the biggest one of the what are the best one of the uh, of the Starks. Well, you, you don't. It's always the you don't bastard. know anything about Jimmy Butler's mom. She might have been a re. She might have had. She might might have run track and you know middle school or something before. You know who who knows? Maybe maybe hey, it's she just got MJ. Jordan's... She must have been some kind of. Well, you know. it's just it's all about the Punnett square, right? Not to get too scientific here, but I mean, at the end of the day, recessive traits and dominant traits and the way you reproduce with somebody, you don't know. You could roll that dice 150 times and come out with 150 different results. So maybe it just so happened. I mean, I I like to think that it's possible just because of the shape of well, their it's face. It's possible, Greg. It's possible. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it's, we just said that. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> the shape of his face being so eerily similar. I'm like, did was Michael Jordan just handing all of the dominant traits past this woman and just uh, Jimmy Butler got everything from Jordan in this regard and his well, two think sons. Think about it this, Greg. You just said the 150 rolls of the so if they weren't related, you think their faces could get that close together by the randomness of, you know, not typically no. <laughs> compared to his own son. No, I not not typically. I, I actually think MJ might be Jimmy Butler's son. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> Men's yes. all ass backwards. Yes. No, Jim, no, Men's got it right. You guys want to talk about a conspiracy. Michael <laughs> Jordan is actually Jimmy Butler's son because NASA got involved with some aliens. And here we are. Stanley Kubrick filmed it all, and yeah, here we he are. They went to the moon. They whipped up Jimmy Butler's sperm into Michael Jordan, yet Jimmy Butler wasn't born yet for another 22 years. What about Larry Jordan? Uh, what about him? Do you think it? You mean could could Larry Jordan be Jimmy Butler's dad? <laughs> Larry. Larry's it, hanging out and following his brother. I mean, just tell him. Look into it. Is isn't that possible? I will say, Larry doesn't look a lot like Michael, though. <laughs> like uh, from the Last Dance, the few times I saw Larry, I'm like, damn, this dude does not look like Michael Jordan's brother. And so there you go. There's your 150 rolls of the dice. Maybe Jeffrey Jordan was Jimmy Butler's dad. Maybe Michael Jordan's dad is Jimmy Butler's dad. And Jimmy Butler and Michael are brothers. (laughs) How about that? I mean, hell, Jeffrey Jordan hung out with Michael a lot more. You want to, hey, that's when you can tie in the word conspiracy. Poor Michael's father is murdered, and everybody says it's because of his gambling debt. Now, that's the lead I need to czar, Tavar, Owens, Terrell, whatever the hell his phone booth expert Rez is. Owens, baby, the number one sports gossiper self-proclaimed. Yes, that's what I need to him to follow that path is, is did, did, uh, did, Mr. Jordan Sr. possibly do this, and maybe maybe Mike and Jimmy are brothers, and that would be much more entertaining, truly. It really, it really would. Um, I don't know why. All right, so just a raise of hands. Who thinks Jimmy Butler is Michael Jordan's bastard son? 
I think it's his brother. I think they're brothers. <laughs> All right, I was the only one to raise my hand for the audience. Maybe they're I, I maybe he's them. an uncle. I was just flipping you off off camera because I just felt like it. I didn't want to participate in your well, thank you survey. Thank you for all that that deep investigation, though. Um, I think that it's it's kind of just a funny, you know, if nothing else, it's just kind of a funny topic. Can we get uh, some flight logs? Can we get Maybe. some what flight logs? <laughs> uh, that could oh. help. That could help. I'm sure that we could easily pull Michael Jordan's private jet register without, you know, any resistance whatsoever. <laughs> Michael Jordan could have us buried 50 miles from where I'm sitting right now for probably 10 grand in the next 12 hours. I'm not going to if he doesn't want me to know the answer to something, I will never know the answer to it is my guess. <laughs> but you know who might? Therese Owen, self-proclaimed phone booth expert. Therese, hit us up. I need all the tips I can get. Yeah, please make sure you hit Jimmy up because I do not want to talk to you. Um, <laughs> unless you're in a phone booth, <laughs> I will give you some tips. Um, so other than that, uh, it was kind of an eventful. I mean, I, with with football being gone and 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 baseball being you know dead, there was a break in the fantasy football slap story that Tommy Pham committed on Jock Peterson in the outfield prior to a red San Francisco Giants game. And if you haven't seen the footage, you should look it up. It's out there. Uh, camera from behind home plate. Tommy Pham just walks up Will Smith style, seemingly hands in his pockets. Jock Peterson unassuming. And just slaps the living daylight out of him. And no better than, you know, the guy's All name. All because be. Trout's a terrible manager, right? Right. So, well, commissioner, I think, is what they call it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Mike Trout has now entered the mix. <laughs> and he was asked about it. And, you know, he's like, man, I'm not going to talk about fantasy football with you guys, but... Tommy Pham was like, I didn't want to be the commissioner. I didn't want to be the bleeping commissioner is what Tommy Pham said. But that's where we're at in society where the greatest baseball player on earth and then two really good professional baseball players are in a feud and being asked by media. Again, we have people being shot in Uvalde in schools. We have people in other countries at war for their surviving for their lives. We have so many things that go on on this planet that are noteworthy and worthwhile of speaking of animal cruelty. I watched, uh, Ricky Gervais and rush Russell brand, uh, hour long interview about Ricky's perspectives and Russell brands, a great podcaster. If you haven't, you know, listen to his stuff. Obviously, I know he was kind of a party boy uh, on his upcoming, but he's very grounded in his sobriety and like he he puts out a lot of great stuff. Check him out. But they had a conversation year and a half ago, and Ricky Gervais talked about um, this. You know, he sent a tweet out at one point to stop and petition against this Chinese holiday, where like legitimately, I'm not like it's in the country of China where. They gather thousands of dogs and they murder them 
and then they have a festival where they, you know, like go around like like a like Oktoberfest in downtown St. Louis, trying all these beers, eating, trying different dog. And the sad part about it is that they torture the dogs before they kill them because they believe that it makes the meat taste better. And like Ricky Gervais even had to send out a tweet one time of like these two absolute he called them the c word i don't want to say that because it's a little distasteful in this country if you're not famous and wealthy um Dunce. yes that word uh and he's like you know look at these two savage beasts skinning this dog alive like a beautiful creature so that they could can what cook it and eat it and meanwhile we have beat reporters asking mike trout about a fantasy football league because somebody moved Jeffrey Wilson, a third string running back, to the IR because he was listed as out. That is what we talk about in this country. If that does not like and again, I'm not saying I'm helping, and I'm not. I'm I'm probably part of the problem. But I'm trying to bring these things to light as much as possible in our very small microscopic corner of this podcasting world that hopefully grows one day and people can hear us out because I'm serious about the lost people in this country. And You know I, what I witnessed today, Zinni? Because I know you, you all work from home. I was in the office and all of a sudden someone tries to get the big screen TV on. They're getting it on. They're logging in. And all of a sudden, I see a small group of people start to, you know, collect around this TV and congregate. They start swarming, congregating. Yeah, everything, you know. And I don't think anything of it. And I'm go back to work. And then all of a sudden, I see everyone get up and go to this TV. And I'm like, what the? Is this like a presidential speech going on that I don't know about? It's the Johnny Depp Amber Heard verdict, and everyone yes. is watching it like it's OJ or so. I'm like, are you guys serious? You guys are huddling around this TV because you want to know the verdict. I'll, oh my God. I was like, this is unbelievable. Hey, don't be no, a everyone's hypocrite. bored. Don't be I a watched hypocrite. It too. When I told you I can get the results of the NFL draft off my phone, and you're like, oh, Zitty, I got to celebrate it. Those are the same MFers. That are gathering around the TV. Another word you could have used no, to describe. No, don't you mix get, that in with get, Amber Heard and Johnny. Gathering around the TV when they could have just got the alert on their I phone. Oh, Twitter. Uh, but this Johnny Depp, guilty. Oh, they found no fault. I don't know. I hope they were both guilty for the first time in American government court justice history. I hope <laughs> both of those pieces of garbage that tormented each other and shat in each other's beds uh, both were guilty. Um, I'm. I dare I even ask what the verdict was. I don't even know. Innocent so until know. proven guilty. JD won. It was a win. It was a win for <laughs> Team JD. So you Pretty mean sure another Johnny you won. Mean another Pretty white sure male won. got off. I'm not even saying that I know the details. It's just not surprising to me that a white male was walking out of a courthouse innocent when he was brought to 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 the courthouse because he was accused of crimes. Well, it was more her. Being, what uh, was released about him ruining his career, you know, defamatory. And it wasn't, I don't think it was more about like her saying, it's like I'm suing him because she he actually attacked me. They were both apparently ab- abusive, I guess. But he walked out with like 15 mil and she got two mil. 
they'll probably never see most of it, but ten mil. Ten and five, yeah. yeah that sounds, about, that sounds about right yeah. about the about the long history of men versus women's pay. Uh, Johnny, you get fifteen. <laughs> Amber, you get ten. Um, <laughs> not surprising at all. Uh, with the with the history of 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 the United States of America, I'm glad that they're both alive. I guess, but I don't care. And, See, the um, weird thing about that is, I was on a meeting today, and people worked around their work schedule to see the final verdict. It's we, not people, they are, not people again, are that is a problem. TVs for Johnny Depp, but Jelaine Maxwell, we couldn't even get a camera in there. Nobody Correct. formed a TV for that verdict. Correct. That's the that's Correct. the sad part. Why well, they didn't the, allow it? I heard like it, it was private. They didn't want well, to broadcast it. Yeah, that's the idea. Well, why though. do you think? That's man. the idea. Is let's broadcast Johnny and Amber so that all the all these mouth breathing, gooified brains already will be like zombified walking. They don't even know. It's like when Jim Carrey. Sticks the thing to his head in Batman uh, versus Robin or Batman and Robin whenever they had Two-Face and the Riddler back from like 94, Valcom. Jim Carrey's like sucking the the brains from people via their t- television boxes and gaining like all human superiority in his brain from all the thousands that are watching this. That's basically what it is, is... Like, we zombify towards the TV and just, like, you just walk and then t- you get too close and you just, like, bang into it and just, uh, uh, like, <laughs> you don't even know that it's there. You just keep bumping into it because you're a zombie and you have no sense of what's around you. And that's what, that's, I'm glad you brought that up, men, because that is where we're at. And that's part of my larger point is how can you have... <laughs> Like, how can you have hope about the future when we care so much about something that means so little? Oh, like, wow, two was... wealthy people shit yeah. on each other's lives because they have nothing better to do because they're in a toxic relationship because they're wealthy and have nothing better to do than ruin each other's lives. Like, it's if a it was, spectacle. Uh, men, men and his ex-wife. Nobody you would know? care. Like, Nobody well, would care. His family <laughs> wouldn't even care. They'd be like, eh, just let us know. Hopefully, you know, if we need to help with the lawyer fees. Like, Min, I would care. Shut up, Jimmy. 